0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Joey P. Project. Hope everyone's doing good out there. Hope everything is splendid and fantastic in the world of the project listeners. I hope you're not too upset over anything this week. I don't know what it might have been, but you know, most of you people seem to get really upset about things these days. So hopefully it was a good week and you only got offended by a few things instead of everything. Um, that's probably what you should start working at. Start like chopping it down instead of just constantly being upset about something or angry. Just find one or two things to, to, to be offended by and and go from there. So I hope everything's well. I hope there's not too much offended people out there and I hope you're not too angry, upset. And I hope there's a lot of happiness because happiness is what makes the world go round. You know, I hope you're not, uh, tuning in to get angry because what we're going to do today is talk about children of the present compared to children of my past. So let's get into it. This week on the project, I want to just talk a little bit about the paradise that's lost of my childhood all the lost traditions and uh, customs of growing up in the United States of America that, that are gone. And just right off the bat, this isn't like a, a bash millennial podcast. Because I, I don't even really know what millennials are. I mean, I know what people are. But like, they do, why they do like this year through this year, this is we're millennials. And we're, what was it? Why? generation y and generation x or baby like okay you know what you're really bored if you're naming these things i look at it by like the decade you, you grew up in and when i mean grew up from from like your first memory to like hitting puberty you know getting tests basically your first memory all the way up to like i was gonna say your first kiss but there's there's a lot of a lot of people out there on, on the interwebs that uh have no profile picture and or some weird profile picture. I've never kissed a girl and, or a guy, sorry, or whoever you wanted to kiss. But let's just say the decade from your childhood, not your, your adolescence can get in there too, but the decade from your childhood, your first memory to the first time you drove a car and beyond. So I only, I, so this isn't about, it's about like what's going on in the world today and how kids are, are just growing up. Now how the. I guess kind of how they're raised, but how they're growing up compared to how I grew up. And people of my elk, ilk, elk, whatever, grew up. I am, and this is Paradise Lost, the decade of the 80s, childhood in the 80s, splendid time. I mean, if you really look back on it, you know, I used to like think the 80s sucked, but I mean, now, God, whew, do anything. 80s were awesome. I don't know about that, but I mean, there are people out there who really love the 80s. But I'm talking about traditions that are are gone, that kids don't do anymore. And like, it, it blows my mind because these were rites of passages. These were good times. These were high fives waiting to happen, laughs, and life lessons. So you say, what are these traditions that children are not partaking in anymore? And first one that comes to mind is the time honored tradition of taking an egg and throwing it at a house. Yes. I said, taking an egg and throwing it at a house. That is gone. Kids aren't bombing houses anymore. They're not, throwing eggs at houses. They're not going out and just having a blast with their pals and chucking an egg at some person's house. Sometimes I I lay in bed at night and I long to hear the sound of an egg impacting on my house. And every night I lay there in bed and every night the impact never comes. Not even on the duly designated egg bombing night of the year the night before Halloween no eggs come no eggs come on Halloween no eggs come flying on you know a nice cool breezy summer eve nothing is like bombing a house in the middle of your summer vacation with your friends but they're not doing it. I don't know what they're doing. But they're not bombing houses with eggs anymore. And it's very, 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 very disappointing to me. I just want... I bombed so many houses with eggs. And I had a blast doing it. And it really... It, it, it gave me a, a sense of kinship with my childhood friends. And they don't do that now. They have... It's... It's like building a personal relationship, and they, that's one of the other reasons why people say they don't have people don't have personal relationships today. It's because no one goes out and throws eggs at houses together. You know, put the put the phone down, put the iPad down, go throw an egg. And again, if they even did do it now, they would like take their phone out and video themselves throwing the egg at a house, or Snapchat it, or whatever, and they would get themselves caught because they're idiots. Tip to children: Don't Snapchat anything mischievous. You are going to get yourself caught that way, morons. But yeah, they they, they they're not bombing houses. You wake up on 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 the, the morning after the night before Halloween or Halloween morning, or you wake up the the morning after Halloween. You drive through your neighborhood and it's there is nothing there. There is no smashed pumpkins. There is no turtlet paper. Yes, I said turlet paper. Got a good buddy named Ed who likes to use turlet paper with his shag carpeting in his bathroom. That is true. He has brown shag carpeting in his bathroom that catches the door so you can't really even shut the door. And then the shag carpet is all ripped up. And in that shag carpeting bathroom, Ed has turlet paper. <laughs> True story to quote my friend Jimmy K. but uh yeah there's there's nothing out there. there's no turlet paper hanging from the from the trees or or the road signs, there's no pumpkins smashed, there's no shaving cream you know when you were a kid, you'd go steal you know if you had an older brother or your father, or I don't know what your or your your older sister or mom from shaving the leg or legs, depending on how you know rushed for time they were that morning if they only shaved one leg as opposed to both but there was shaving cream in houses and you would see shaving cream on mailboxes on the road signs with some turlet paper and it'd just be eggs and broken pumpkins nothing you get up the next morning there's nothing on the road there's nothing on the signs nothing on your house and it sucks there's no kinship with these kids. There's no personal relationship that they could build through bombing a house with an egg. you know. I'm surprised someone didn't make a game for their iPad or, the, or their tablet or whatever they're using these days and it's just kids running around th- virtually throwing virtual eggs at virtual houses. That'd actually be a pretty good idea for a game. It, but there's nothing like the real thing. And they don't do it. I don't know why they don't do it. They don't do it. They don't even go trick or treating anymore. When I was a kid, you throw on the costume, whatever it is, you grab the pillowcase, you get with your buddies, and you run out and you go trick or treating. Like later, going trick or treating. Now, parents have to go with them. They have to have like a secret service detail go with this, go with the kid just to go from house to house. There's like 17 armed guards, parents, uncles, cousins, you know, and they got to go in groups, you know. No, we just went, we just ran out there and just came back later. You know, with candy, lots of candy, you know, I don't even know if kids are allowed to have candy anymore. They have like Halloween parties where just kids go over someone's house together and they just run around like retards or they go to a mall who trick or treats in a mall where you go to each store and you whatever, you know, you know, who's got to be really pissed is Michael Myers. He's out there just Halloween's the night that he likes to go and try to kill his sister and, and. And get any innocent bystander that's in the way, you know. He likes to kill teenagers making the sex or whatever, or getting drunk, smoking some, you know, drugs or whatever kids used to do because they don't do that anymore. Now they take drugs that are like totally making into a zombie. And like poor Michael Myers, he he's walking around. He's like there's no there's no one even out here for me for me to terrorize. Let alone get an egg thrown at. So that's a tradition that's gone egg bombing and you don't even have to use eggs summertime good time what I would do friends we would go to local you know go into people's gardens in in the neighborhood with the you know yellow supermarket bags plastic bags you know before they were bad for the environment they were new and cool and we would like take tomatoes out of the garden and then just start nailing houses with them or fun part is like hide in a bush and hit a car as it passes by you know And I'm not talking about rocks where these kids throw rocks over, 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 overhangs. Like an egg to the side of the door. And like an egg on on, on a car door has a very unique sound (laughs) that will make you piss yourself. You'll have so much fun laughing. It's just got this dull doom sound to it. And that's that's the other thing about um, when you're bombing the house itself. Because you hear all the pa-pump, pa-pump, pa-pump. And then boom, there'll be that one distinct boom out of all the egg pelting. And that's when you know it's time to run. It's like, okay, someone hit something serious there. We need to cheese it out of here. And there's nothing quite like being a kid, running away as fast as you can, laughing hysterical, and trying to run away at the same time. Because that's when silly stuff happens. People fall, you laugh, you can't breathe. There was a kid came along with us once. You know, he he was a, you know, homosexual, uh, heavyset kid, but friend. See, it was a friend. You know, egging is, you know, equal opportunity it doesn't discriminate anyone can go egging and we we did that but you know he was running you know heavy set homosexual teenager running and uh he didn't see a a green wire fence and he he stepped on the fence and the fence acted as a catapult and as he stepped on it it went down and then a shot pushed up and it worked as a catapult and his shot you know gay heavy set teenager friend into the air and a complete flip, Triple Lindy status into the grass. One of the funniest things I've ever seen, still to this day, was seeing that gay, heavy set teenager friend step on the fence, flip Triple Lindy into the grass, freshly cut, got up with like cut grass in his hair. Hilarious. And it made us all closer friends. Friendship was better. They don't do that anymore. So that's one custom that I'm I'm very upset that I'm not seeing anymore, you know. I mean, we even took it a step farther one time. Me and a couple couple friends, my one friend's dad had a uh, a mechanic shop, a transmission shop, and we we bought a 1965 Ford Falcon, emerald green, from him for fifty bucks. The thing barely ran, but we bought it and uh, drove it around that night. It was it was it was Halloween night. We we just Decided, hey let's let's buy the falcon and uh we bought the falcon and we proceeded to drive around and we took it up a notch we used the car to like run over mailboxes drive through yards have some fun do donuts um we went speeding through this one this one front yard and uh we hit a uh a statue of a dog which i don't know I wasn't driving. I don't know what the driver was thinking, but he decided to mow down this this dog statue. And it turned out to be like a cast a cast iron statue. And it didn't budge. It just destroyed the car. The car just got wrecked. Uh, we were <laughs> driving into guardrails, which is fun. It's like being in the movies. You know, you run it up against the side of the guardrail. Sparks fly up. I've done that. Um... And we left the car on the side of the road at the end of the night, smoking and all kinds of stuff. Just abandoned it, and you know, it, no one ever found out. Here I am today, t- telling the story. Never happened. You know, nothing ever happened. Statue of limitation is up. That actually wasn't the '80s though. That was like the early '90s. I was a little older. I was older. I would I would say I was a full teen at that time. Like 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 six, seventeen or so. Yeah, probably seventeen. So that was the early '90s, but again, kids aren't doing that. You know, we did it so much that again, we did so much through the '80s that by the early '90s, by the time of the Ford Falcon, you know, incident, we decided to get camoed up, paintball guns, and go out and shoot actual eggers. So we we were like justice. We 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 were assaulting them. We 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 find a group of them hold them at paintball gunpoint, make them get on the ground, and then break their eggs on their heads. Slap high fives. It was a great time. Think anyone's doing that? No. One time we took the paintball guns. We went to the Army Navy store. We got smoke bombs, camo, paint, you know, masks. And we, we, we launched a mission on, onto a, a, uh, a camp, a sleepover camp. Uh, it was called Brayside Camp. All my local friends will know what Brayside Camp is. Um I attacked it with paintball guns and full and full navy seal gear, and it was glorious. I'll tell that story in, in detail some other time. but yeah, you know, sixteen, seventeen years old, we snuck through the woods. We snuck around the camp. We were underneath the cabins. Watching people planning our raid. And then all of a sudden we're like, it's on. Just kick door. Everyone took a cabin. Kicked the doors open. Just started lighting up counselors. And then ran away. It's hilarious. Running and laughing is one of the funnest things in the world to do. Kids don't do that. But yeah, no more egging. They don't ring and run. There's another time-honored tradition that's not there anymore. Ringing and running. And that's basic. That's harmless. You know, people can be like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't throw egg to people's property. And I'm sure no one's gonna buy a freaking old jalopy and crashing into things or attack, invade a day camp, a night a sleepover camp, but at least throw an egg. And they don't ring the run. You know, you go up to the door, you ring the you look around, you laugh, you're like, Let's do it, let's do it. And you ring the bell, the doorbell, and then you cheese it at it, and you hide behind a bush and the freaking cranky neighbor comes out looking around, you goddamn kids. Ain't going, and you, you keep doing it, you do it every week, and it just drives the people nuts, and it's hilarious. And I bet those people miss it, those damn kids, always ringing my doorbell. Goddamn children, get your kids off my lawn. Stop ringing the bell. That's what they would say, ringing the bell. I know it was you ringing my bell. I know it was you. And you'd just be like, it wasn't me. What are you talking about, crazy? You're ringing my doorbell and running away. <laughs> it was good times, man. It was great times, you know. They don't do that. Kids don't even play in neighborhoods anymore. You know, we would wake up, you know, this basic Saturday morning. You wake up, you know, you eat some cereal because who doesn't eat cereal when you're, now I don't even know what to eat. Do the kids even eat Cereal. We would eat all kinds of freaking cereal that wasn't even natural. It had like the marshmallows in it or like fruity pebbles or some kind of like sweet sugary cereal. And I still believe to this day that sugar does not make kids hyper. Kids make kids hyper. You know, it's just being a kid. I can eat a whole freaking five pound bag of sugar right now and be tired. So I don't even want to hear it. Sugar doesn't make people hyper. Being a kid makes you hyper. It's just natural part of being a kid. It's like when they can't figure out why kids can't sit still in first grade. Well, you know what? He's six years old. What kind of six-year-old can sit in one room at a desk for eight hours straight? I mean, there's nothing wrong with the kid. There's something wrong with what you're trying to do to the kid. He's a kid. But yeah, you'd eat all kinds of cereal. You know, you get in there. You get the the toy and the treat. Do they even have toys on the bottom of uh, of the cereal boxes anymore? I don't know. It's a good question. They probably gave up on it because someone complained or some. Idiot kid ate it. So now everyone had to boycott it. There can't be any more toys in cereal boxes because Jimmy ate it and he's no longer with us. Well, you know, it's tragic. It's sad. But if, if your kid's eating, you know, a plastic toy, he probably wasn't going to amount to much anyway. And that's the thing. That's the crazy thing they do now. They, they eat laundry detergent. Really? You can eat laundry detergent, but you can't throw an egg at a house that's too crazy you know it was because they have to videotape themselves by themselves and they share it online and there's no actual physical interaction or they chew condoms like wow you know if you're a teenager and you're chewing on a condom your your life sucks you're a teenager you should be using the condom not chewing on it so if you're a teenager chewing on a condom i don't tell you man like life sucks you know, maybe if you went out and bombed some houses with eggs, you know, you wouldn't have to chew on the condom. Chicks would be like, well, yeah, that's, that's Danny the egg bomber. I'm going to go have sex with him. But no, they're like, that's, you know, that's Rico the condom chewer. <laughs> Rico. So they don't do that. So, yeah, you would wake up, you eat cereal. You'd watch some sweet cartoons. Like, they don't have cartoons. Like, the cartoons that we grew up on in, in the Lost Paradise that was the 1980s, Will never be matched, and I'm not just saying that because everyone likes what what like was there from their childhood. Like it was, they were seriously the best cartoons ever. Every major blockbuster movie now that's making a billion dollars at the box office is based on the cartoons that we grew up in. Like no one's making like billion dollar blockbusters on like uh, Blues Clues or whatever the hell they watch. The Teletubbies, yeah, that that really was a box office smash. But they don't even watch them though. That was my nephews. My nephews are around 18 now, and they used to watch the telethons. And I, I never even, I couldn't even understand what was going on. You know, you had a, you had four retard[s] in, in colorful costumes bouncing around doing nothing, just being idiots. And then Blue's Clues. It was like a blue dog. You know, with the, with the dog. Get, get some, get some guys out there. Some, some robots who fight, shoot lasers. You know, He Man. You know got all the muscles and and, and the power of Grayskull, Voltron. How can you not like five robot lions that come together to form one kick-ass robot? There's something wrong with you if you don't love Voltron. Scaff. But yeah, the cartoons are great. Eye of Thundera, you know, Sword of Omens, Give Me Sight Beyond Sight, awesome. Lion-O. And like, that was actually, you know, it was a perfect metaphor for bullies because now you have all this cyber bullying, you know. Back in the day, you got beat up by one guy. There was usually one bully, right? And he had, he'd he have some minions or, as I like to call them, henchmen. And sometimes when I think about bullies with henchmen, I, I kind of, not to be a bully, but I start thinking, you know what, I, I really would like a henchman or two. Like, I think I could do I could do well with some henchmen, so. I'm on the lookout to try to add some henchmen in my life. I want some henchmen, because I just like the word henchmen, and I think it would be cool to have some henchmen. But yeah, and, and like bullies and the eighties cartoons were the same exact thing because you'd have the bad guys, you'd have like Skeletor, right? Or Megatron. And without them, the 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 henchmen, the minions were worthless. They needed the big the the main bully who had his underlings and that's what, like, bullies are like. Without without the ringleader, the, the henchmen are nothing. But now they bully in packs and virtually. But my one tip to, to anyone who's being bullied, if there's a lot of people doing it, find find, find the uh, skeletor of the group. And, uh, you know, just walk up to them and, you know, beat, beat the shit out of them with a stick. I mean, there's sticks everywhere, you know? Sticks and stones, you know? Don't throw rocks at them, but, you know, just just... Just smack them in the face with a tree limb. They'll stop bullying you. You know? And they're like, and you take out the main guy. And the henchmen henchmen crumble. And that's how you handle bullies. And I learned that from 80s cartoons. You take out Megatron, Skeletor, Mumra. And the rest of them are, are easy pickings. They scurry and flee. They retreat. So if you're getting bullied, you gotta take out the alpha. Don't worry about wasting your time with the minions or getting upset. Just go up to the alpha, kick them in the nuts, punch them in the face, and if you have to, hit him with a tree branch, smack him in the face with a stick. That's how you handle bullies. And then stay off of social media. You know, don't don't do things that can get put on social media. You know, that's what, and you learn that from 80s cartoons. Now the cartoons don't teach you how to deal with bullies. And which you can lead later on in life. Like everything I've learned from cartoons, I always know in my life to always go for the main guy. and Don't worry about all all the henchmen. That's the same thing with bosses where you work. There's the boss and then the boss has his underlings who are useless without that main boss. You know, go befriend that main boss. Get on his good side and don't worry what middle management thinks go straight to the owner or straight to the main boss and get on their good side. And once you control, once you're in with them, it doesn't matter what the henchmen do or say. They just scurry, run and flee. But now they don't even watch Saturday morning cartoons. And then we'd run outside. And depending on what season it was, we'd play whatever sport was that season, baseball, football, basketball, We'd be shoveling off driveways in the middle of when it snowed to play basketball. Kids don't even go outside when it's a beautiful day. We were going outside to shovel snow off of the driveway to play basketball in the middle of January in New York. These kids don't even go outside. No one goes outside anymore. All we did was go outside. You'd run out and you'd play with your friends. You'd run into the woods. If you were lucky enough to live by woods, you'd build forts. You'd play like... Capture the flag, awesome. They don't play, they they probably don't even know what capture the flag is. Or you play like guns and and army and military. And another time, honor tradition, you know, it's a rite of passage to get hit in the head with a dirt bomb. You throw a a ball of dirt, it's just natural. You throw it at someone, pretending it's a grenade. You're like, grenade! You throw it. And every so often, you know, the retard of the neighborhood gets hit in the head with the dirt bomb. And that's usually when the dirt bomb in the center of the dirt bomb is, is a nice rock. <laughs> and they, get, they take a dirt bomb rock to the head. But, you know, it's part of growing up. Because then you are standing over this person like, shit, I just hit them in the head with a dirt bomb that had a rock in it. And they're like out cold. But you got to do that. Everyone needs to get hit with a dirt bomb. You at least need to throw a dirt bomb at someone. You know, when we were kids, we'd have BB gun wars. We'd shoot BB guns at each other. And no, we weren't wearing protective goggles or helmets or masks or anything. We were just running through the woods, shooting BB guns at each other. And we're all still here. We had a sense of adventure. You know, we had a sense of of exploration. We had a curiosity and we had a need to just be free. You know, you would run outside at 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. You'd pop back in midday for some lunch and you'd run back out. It actually literally was like the TV show Stranger Things. I mean, mean, not with the upside down, but like those kids, they just went and had had all these adventures. And the parents had no clue what they were doing except for Joyce because she was kind of brought into it because her kid, you know, got taken into the upside down. But the other parents had no clue what their kids were doing. And that's really what life was ba- like back then. You'd run out of the house and your parents wouldn't know where you were, what you were doing. You would tell them where you were going, but you could be 800,000 other places. And there was no cell phones, there was no texting. You had, you know, you had the phone that you had like in the house, the landline. But, uh, yeah, you would just run out. It was awesome. I grew up by a lake. We used to steal pool rafts. Steel pool raft, go to the lake. You know the the rubber rafts. You had the rubber oars, and you would row out in, into into the deep blue. Although it was kind of like brown, it was lake, but it wasn't blue. But you know, and of course, good times happen because you're in the middle of this big lake, right? Three kids in a two-person pool raft with plastic oars, and the kid sitting in the middle hits the little air thing. You know, it opens up, air starts leaking out. Right. So now you're sinking in the middle of the lake we were. We had to row frantically for for the shore and it was hilarious. You're cracking up. It's one of our favorite stories when I run into these kids now, every like ten years when I see people I grew up with. You remember, yeah, remember the pool raft? We we would take we would ride around, steal pool raft out of people's pools, and then go up to this, you know, to these white water rapids and ride these pool rafts down these rapids. You know, I mean, it wasn't like Colorado River Rappers, but they got moving. You know, the Delaware River, Never Sink River, that's, there's these rivers that are by here and you could get some moving water and we would steal pool rafts. Kids don't do that. There's no sense of adventure. They have no adventure. They just sit at home getting fat on gluten-free pancakes. How the hell do you get fat eating nothing but gluten-free pancakes and carrot sticks? They do, you know. Their parents don't let them eat anything, but they're fatter than everybody. Because they don't go outside. Can't drink soda, gotta drink water. Yeah, I drank nothing but soda, and I was like 0% body fat as a kid. These kids drink water and coconut water and eat gluten-free freaking pancakes, whatever that is. Like, that doesn't even make sense. How can you have a pancake without weed in it? It's like gluten-free bread. It's bread, but it has no grain. Um, All right and they're fatter cuz they don't go outside they sit on their iPads and they play the stupidest games they're just worthless and then when something happens to them in their life they don't know how to react to it cuz they've never gone out into the woods and shot bb guns at each other or bombed houses or stole pool rafts so they don't know how to handle life you know they've never watched GI Joe they've never even seen a mute like MTV actually had music videos on back then. It was a great time to be alive. Cable TV just came out. It was awesome. You know. You had to get up to change the channel on the TV. Or you'd watch porn through, through through the the broken signal. It would have to like snow on first boobs I ever saw was snow on the TV with the squiggly line. It was just porn. You know, but you had to fight for it. You had to go, you know, sneak off and grab a, a nudie mag. Now the kids don't have to go anywhere. This is on their iPad. It's right there, these huge porn sites that my good friend Ed loves to frequent right before he goes to confession every Sunday. Interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> his is three favorite things in the world. The Catholic Church, the Republican Party, and porn. I don't know. I, don't, I can't explain it. It sounds weird, but it goes together. And we had a good balance back then. Because trust me, we all played video games. Everyone played video games. We had, you know, first there was the Atari and the television and the ColecoVision. But then we had the Nintendo. And we would play these games on a rainy day or at night. Or sometimes you would play for a little bit. And then your parents would actually say, turn that off and go outside. They would kick you out of the house. They wanted you gone. Now they, they, they don't tell kids... Like Parents used to make kids go outside. Now parents won't allow their kids outside because they're too freaking worried that something might happen to them out there. You know? And the games were different back then. We had to figure these games out as we played them. We're playing them. And as we're playing, we're losing. We're figuring out, you know how many freaking kids broke their controllers because they were so mad because they couldn't beat a game or figure it out. And then they finally did it and it was like triumphant. But we had to figure these games out. You know, Legend of Zelda, you had to find the swords, the bams. You had to find bams. You used the bam to blow a hole in the wall, and then you'd find things. And you had to find it on your own. There was no Google. There's no strategy guides. You know, now kids play games, and they're doing one thing, and they do one little thing. They Google it. They do it. Then they Google the next step. They do it. They Google the next step. They do it. They Google, Google. Google the whole way through. You know, and then they brag, I got all 25 amulets. Yeah, because you were told where they were and it took you a day to get them. Like, back then you had to run around Zelda land until you found stuff. I would do laps. You would do laps around Zelda land, having a clue where to go. And maybe you'd get lucky and once a month that Nintendo Power would come out and you'd be at the supermarket and you'd run right to the magazine rack and try to find a Nintendo Power and see if it told you what to do. And it didn't, you know. Never did, but you went there and looked. You're like, Oh my God, is it in there? Is it in there? Where's the goddamn white sword? But it wasn't in there. But that was all you had. You didn't have Google, tell you where everything is. You know, strategy guides came along a little later, but for the most part, I was running around Metroid just shooting aliens, not knowing where to go. You know, it was trial and error. You know, you you, you went to so many places you start to remember, okay, it's definitely not there. I've been there seventeen thousand times already, and it's definitely not in there. And then it really gets you angry when you find out it wasn't there, but you just didn't see the right spot to go and, like, blow a hole in the wall. Like, what? Right in the corner? Ah, damn it. You know? And that's just how it was. We figured it out. You know? And you earned your way through. You earned it. You know? And then you would figure out the little tricks on your own, or you, you would actually talk to a friend, not, like, online chat. In school, you would talk to people, and they would tell you, you know, what they did in the game. And he like, oh, thanks, awesome. It was human interaction. And then, you know, word of mouth would figure it out, how we how would pass around, where to go in the game. And we learned to figure things out, even playing video games, without the Google, all right? We just learned, all right? Arcade games were impossible. They were so hard, you know? We went to arcades. So the kids didn't even go to arcades anymore. But yeah, what can you do? You know, and they, they wonder why they have no social skills. They have, they have no stories to tell each other. Like, like you're not going to get the Stand By Me type of movies anymore because kids aren't doing Stand By Me kind of things. You know, walking the train tracks, playing in, like, old train cars, riding your bike for miles when no one knows where you are. No one, there's going to be no stories like that. These, these future writers aren't going to be able to write anything because they have never experienced anything like it. You know, what are they going to write about an adventure they had on the virtual game on their iPad? How they got fat off of gluten-free pancakes? You know, do they, they, they don't play kickball in the street anymore? I mean, kickball is America's sport. I don't know what it is now, but there wasn't a kid alive who didn't play kickball. You didn't even have to be athletic. Gym class, roll out the balls, play, and start kicking them. They're hilarious. Kids played kickball all the time. We you would play in the street, right? The people would freak out. Now parents, the kids are playing in the street, but we play in the road. You know, street road. You know where cars drove. Yes, we were kids, and we went in the road. You know, and that, it wasn't treated like this. You know, dangerous. You know, war zone. Like it's a minefield. Don't go out past the mailbox. You'd play, and then you would see a car coming, right? And everyone would get out of the street. The car would pass, and you'd get back in the street and start playing again. Nope. We'd ride our bikes in the road, yeah, with no bike helmet. We would would make jumps. And just, you would put a bunch of wood there, put a piece of plywood over it. You'd come flying down a hill at top speed, hit the jump, fly 20 feet through the air, land. And it was awesome. And you know what happened sometimes? You didn't land. You fell. Yeah. You scraped your knees and your elbows and your chin. you did it all without a bike helmet or elbow pads and knee pads. And then you had cool scars. And then when you grow up, those scars aren't even there anymore because your skin grew with you. All the scars I got as a kid, I had scars all over my arms and legs. They're gone. They're not even there anymore. You know? There was no bike helmets, no car seat. We didn't have booster seats. You have like 14-year-old kids sitting in a booster seat. Like you had like 10-year-olds still in a car seat. like I. <laughs> and they wonder why there's a generation who thinks it's a good idea to take a gun into school and just kill people for no reason. You know? Because they have all this pent-up freaking gluten-free pancake misery in their lives. It makes, you know, but those are, those are, these are all traditions that are gone that aren't here anymore. Do you ever see kids playing cops and robbers anymore? I mean, that'd be a pretty hard game to play in 2018. I don't think they probably wouldn't be called cops and robbers anymore. I mean, I guess now if you played it now, it'd be racist cops and unarmed robbers. I get, yeah, that would be the game, racist cop and unarmed robber. And that would be funny because you'd always have that one kid who would get fed up with always having to be the unarmed robber. You know, he's just tired of having no gun and getting shot. And there's always the one kid who's always the racist cop. And he'd be like, why do you always get to be the racist cop? It's my turn to be the racist cop. I'm sick of being the unarmed robber. It's my turn to violate your constitutional rights. Cowboys and Indians, that is never coming back. Just because of the term Indian, which is funny in itself. Because like we came to this country, saw these people and we're like, is this India? You're an Indian, right? And they're like, nah, man, not Indians. No, no, seriously, you're an Indian. Nah, dude, seriously. Uh, wrong people. We're not Indians. Well, you know, we're, we're going to call you Indians anyway. You're Indians. <laughs> Americans. Actually, those weren't Americans, those are Anglo Saxons, who I am not a part of. Thank God. But anyway, that game's never coming back. Could you imagine the outrage? You know, five kids on the playground at recess, playing cowboys and Indians. Some teacher sees it, gets offended, sends a letter home. To te- some parent doesn't care. So then now it's a big uproar. Next thing you know, it's on, you know, Channel 7 News. You know, seven on your side. Cops and robbers, I'm offended. Indians, like cowboys, offensive. It's a cowboy. Why can't it be a cowgirl? How come it has to be a boy or girl? What if it's just like a cow, transsexual, right? They'll start like complaining about cowboys not being, you know, gen gender specific and sensitive. Wrong pronoun. I'm a cowgirl. No, you look like a boy. Yeah, you wanna... That's not what it is. Anyway, the time lost tradition of playing games with other people, you know, pretending to be pretending pretending. They don't pretend anymore. I was last thing some were pretended you know actually they pretend all the time now they do play dress up and make believe but now it's not a game now it's transgender they're playing make believe I'm a boy but you know what I'm pretending I'm a princess good for you Do they go to school do they have school dances anymore i don't know they probably still have that school dances that still has to be around. I mean like school dance. Not like the big ones like prom, formals, whatever. I mean like the school dance. Like when Dustin tried to ask the girls to dance. Do kids even do that anymore? It's so terrifying. Like back in the day, if you liked a girl or you know, if you liked a boy, you had to call their house. Can you imagine these kids today having to call a house? Like blindly calling a house to talk to a girl because you like her, that's so nerve wracking. That that was like stressful, and they don't even answer the phone. You have to call the house, and then the parent answers. Hello, it's the dad's like, "Hey, is someone over there? Who's this?" You have to tell them their name, then they yell to the person, and you're like, "Jeez," you know, and, like the heart's pounding. Like you you you're forcing yourself to dial, and while you're starting to dial the number, your heart's pounding, and then it's ringing. And you're like, "Shit, don't do it, hang up." It's just hard. Now you just send a text. Well, you like something on the media of social. That was tough, man. Calling a chick. And, like, you know, you're in fifth grade. I'm like 10 years old. First chick, my first girlfriend. I was 10. Was I 10? 11. First kiss, 11. She was an older woman, too. She was in sixth grade. I was in fifth. Yeah. Should have known back then. Play a pimp. Yeah. And I was 10. I think I was 10 because I turned 11 later that year. Oh, man, I can't remember. First kiss, 10 or 11. Older chick, 6th grader. Met her at the skate skate land where we went roller skating. And here I am, 30-some years later, still unmarried. Started early, never got married, play a pimp. What can you do? Older chick, one year older. They don't do that. Do kids even make out anymore? Do they play, <laughs> will they play Truth or Dare? Does that even happen? I mean, besides like on like the CW Channel 11 shows, maybe they do. I mean, I hope that's still out there. I hope there's still that first kiss awkwardness going on out there, you know. But, I mean, if you're chewing condoms, no one's really going to want to, you know, date you. So, tip to any kid who wants to date to the prom, don't be the guy on YouTube chewing a condom. You don't want to be the condom guy. But, yeah, I mean... These are just things that pop in my head. Like, I never, I drive to a neighborhood, I never see kids outside. No one's, you know, drinking a Pepsi, chewing some Bazooka Joe bubble gum or big league chew, you know? I'm surprised they still even let big league chew be sold to these freaking corn balls, these these cupcakes, because it like looks like chewing tobacco, but it's bubble gum and you, you put it in your mouth, pretending it's like a baseball player. I think they still sell it, but. I wouldn't be surprised if people aren't allowed to eat that shit. And this is what's happening to America. Kids aren't bombing houses with eggs. They're not stealing pool rafts. we are not playing, you know, dirt bombs with rocks in them. You know, no one's throwing an egg at the late bus. You know, they're not ringing and running. You know, prank phone calls. Those are fun. Can, can you even do prank calls anymore with cell phones? Because like, back then there wasn't caller ID. And you would just make phone calls and do pranks. That was fun. You'd call business. That was fun. Do kids even do prank calls now? I don't know. But these are things I think about. You know, I ponder. And I look back and I, I watch children and I'm just like, you're missing out on so much. You know, your mind's just glued to your iPad. You know, you get up, you go to school, you come home, homework, iPad. What, what do you, These kids don't do anything. You have to have play dates. I didn't have to set up a date like on a calendar when I was going to go play with a friend. You just got up, you went next, you went into the neighborhood and there was kids out cuz everyone was outside. You would run into someone to hang out with and then you would meet up with your friends. You'd ring their doorbell, can they come out? You know, if they weren't in trouble for being a little douchebag, then their parents would let them come out and hang out with you. You know, there was always that time when you would go ring the doorbell and it's like he can't come out. He's in trouble. Like, shit, what did you do? You didn't know you know kids on punishment that was my friend tommy always punished but he would get out of it he would just you know half hour later he would he would uh, go away like but that was another thing like his his father like he used to make all the children would do like yard work now they they either hire someone to do it or the parents do it like kids don't do chores anymore you know chores sucked but you did them or you pretended to do them like that's a rite of passage, pretending to do a chore you were told to do, right? Going out there, going through the motions, acting like you were doing it without actually doing it, and then lying about it being done, and everything, and then going out and hanging out with your friends, you know? That's a rite of passage, lying about faking doing a chore. They don't fake chores anymore, so you don't even have to do them. Like, no one wanted to do chores, but we did them, and we f- pretended to do them. They don't do that anymore. You know, kids can't get hit, you know, spanked. I don't think I ever got spanked, though, to be honest with you. I think when we talk about, like, when you see those people comment about, I would have done that, my parents would have. I think that's farther away generation. I didn't really get, I didn't I didn't get hit at all. But I was shifty. I was a fast little rangy, you know, like cagey little dude. I, I, was a, I was able to escape. So I might have got hit if I was slow. That sucks. Slow kids. Slow kids get beat more than fast kids as children. I feel bad for you. it has got to suck. it has got to suck being slow. I mean, it's one thing to be slow now. Like, I'm old. And I'm still not, you know. I probably, if had to, could, like, escape a bear attack. But, like, when you're young, you could run like the wind. And you waste that being stuck inside all day. Like there's no feeling like we're just running. and Especially if you're fast. If you're a fast runner these days, if you can run fast, fast. And I mean run fast as a kid now. Get outside and run fast. Because one day you're not going to be running fast anymore. And you're going to waste all that fast running. Doing nothing. Getting fat on gluten-free pancakes. You're wasting away your fast. Kids don't run. They don't run around, do stupid stuff, get sweaty, grass stains. I never even see grass stain laundry detergent commercials anymore. When we were a kid, they always had this, the grass stain laundry detergent because kids actually got grass stains. They don't get grass stains anymore. Now they eat the laundry detergent. It never crossed my mind to be like, hmm, this tide would taste yummy. You know, they're starting their own weird traditions. They're killing my traditions and starting their own weird chewing condoms and, and Tide Pod traditions would suck. They're not even good traditions. Do do me a favor. Do me, do me a serious favor. Kids, if you have children, anyone listening, or you are, get together with your children. You know, if I had a kid, I would actually take my children out bombing, personally. I'm like, all right, this is a rite of passage. It's like when, like, back in the day on the frontier, you know, they're hanging out. They got like the beaver hat and stuff, and like, like the deer skin for coats or cloaks. You know, And they take the kid out hunting to teach them how to hunt, teach them how to, the lay of the land, or whatever they're doing. I would take my offspring out and teach them how to bomb houses with eggs, you know, because I think that's a skill that all kids need to have. It gives you, you know, a sense of hysterical laughing and laughter is the best medicine. So that's just what I think. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch. There's probably tons and tons of things that these little rejects don't do that they just killed. That was awesome from when we were the little rejects. So, I mean, if you, if you come up with anything, throw the tweet at, at the JP project, that's J P P O D. I'm spelling it wrong. (laughs) <laughs> it's J-P-P-O-D-J-E-C-T on the Twitter. So yeah, tweet it at me. Tweet at me anything you can remember. That was an awesome time, honor tradition from when you were growing up that these rejects today aren't doing because they're getting fat off of gluten-free pancakes. So, and if you have kids... If you have kids, stop being the helicopter parent. Go to the store, buy them a dozen eggs, and tell them to have fun. Let them go out at night. Sun goes down, hand them the eggs, and go, Son, daughter, go make me proud. Bomb that house. You're not, you're not getting dessert until you bomb that house. No more ice cream. You know what? Take away their iPads until they bomb five houses. Go bomb five houses. When the houses are done being bombed, I'll give you your iPad back. Seriously, take away their stuff until they until they start redoing these, these awesome traditions. All right. Well, I'm going to get up out of here. Don't forget to subscribe. Awesome. To to the Joey P. Project on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. You know. Subscribe. Hit the button. Give it a listen. Give your kids eggs encourage them to steal pool rafts. trust me it'll be good for them when they're older you know buy them a bb gun do these things take their bike helmet and throw it away make your kid a huge jump that they can flip their bike off of and cut their elbows stop depriving them of life stop giving them gluten-free pancakes and give them some goddamn fruity pebbles all right don't forget to tune in next week with our next episode Hairless pets. Weird. (laughs) Alright, see you all later.